Hello, this is another episode of Female Not Yet Expired. Welcome back. It's been a while. But today I'm going to speak about uh, my experience in going to a theme park and riding fast roller coasters in my 30s. So when I was a kid, I actually fell in love with roller coasters at a young age, around six, even though I was short. I still try to get in every roller coaster as much as I could. And when I was too short for them, I would be upset and I'd start crying. So my sister and I, since a little age, we'd go to all the amusement parks and we'd go for roller coasters. And I remember we'd get upset when our parents um, would make us go to watch the shows. And it was really boring for us. We just wanted to be on the rides. And we'd go on the same ride over and over. And uh, the park that we went to, of course, I grew up by Disneyland and Knott's Berry Farm because I grew up in California. And uh, I remember the fastest ride in Disneyland and in like Knott's Berry Farm, we'd be in line over and over. And I was seven, eight. And then, so I definitely loved adrenaline and I went into my um, teens and my twenties. Uh, you know, at 18, I went skydiving twice. The first time I, I'm pretty sure I was drunk. So I definitely was a, an adrenaline, adrenaline junkie. There you go. And, um, so I recently went, uh, first I started with a park called Castle Park here in Riverside, which the rides are really slow. And I would say, like, they're not fast, but I guess if you're really scared of rides, maybe one roller coaster that's semi-okay. Or if any of you have ever been on, on uh, the type of rides that's like a boat that goes back and forth and back and forth, that one can be a little fast and can, you always get, like, a, the butterfly feeling. So I started with that park, and uh, that was all right. That wasn't too bad, That but... But on the little boat ride that was going back and forth, the feeling, the little butterfly feeling was a little more uncomfortable. I didn't realize how how uncomfortable it was in comparison to what I remember of it being super fun. Uh, I think automatically I closed my eyes now, which is weird. And uh, so, okay, I survived that one. You know, that park has more mini golf and s- stuff like that. So, all right. So then we went to Mount Spray Farm for the... They had a whole month free, or they had like the whole... Veterans Day free, so I went with my sister, my nephew, and her husband, and um, they're weenies. They don't want to go on any rides, um, any fast rides. I've no, and I've noticed that too. Like my best friend is a child; he was also a weenie, couldn't handle roller coasters. I feel like women that I've known in the majority tend to be better with roller coasters. I'm not sure unless you're a man that's a huge adrenaline junkie, which those exist, of course. You, but I've dealt with a lot of weenies, and. Um, so there, uh, I went to a, on a ride called Ghost Rider that, to me, always felt like a, a mild ride, like, just okay. And we had tricked my nephew into going into this ride, because my sister's husband can actually go on this one, because it has no flips. And so we totally told my nephew, oh, it's slow, it's, it's not fast. Or, well, my sister did, and I'm sitting there like, I, you know, it's not that slow, you know, because uh, my sister and I have a higher tolerance. When we get there, when they sit us down, I'm thinking, oh, my poor nephew's screwed. He's going to hate his life right now. Like, Because I had to sit with her husband because she had to sit with him because he was a little scared. And, again, my nephew's 14, so he's still a kid but hidden into his teenage years. And so it began. And then, uh, again, when we started going in the fast drops, uh, yeah, I felt, I think I ended up naturally closing my eyes and, and gripping on my hand on the the handlebars. Harder than I remember. Like, it wasn't as thrilling 
or as comfortable as it was when I was a kid or a teenager. And um, um, the anxiety of before you're about to hit a drop kind of like made me not feel excited. Like if I felt, I feel, I can tell I'm 33. And then when my sister and I went on other roller coasters, that the faster ones that go upside down and whatnot. And again, the oh man, that anxiety of. I think I after I think after when I got a headache, and, uh, yeah, I definitely feel like if a little like wow, I'm 33. I, I can only imagine how I'm gonna feel when I'm 40 or 50. And I guess I understand why older people don't go on roller coasters anymore. So I, my best advice is if you're in your teens or 20s, which you're probably not listening to me anyway. But if you know somebody in that age, make sure tell them enjoy the roller coasters as much as you can. Because I can tell now that I'm 33, like it's still fun. I'll still do it again. I'll bring my aspirin, but not aspirin. Actually, I don't drink that. I'd be preferred. For, uh, but like I could, I can see how it's getting harder to do these things. So now I, I guess I, I can understand how adults, and I used to think as a kid, man, adults are boring. They're nev- they never do all this fun stuff. Well, now, I, I now know why, and um, I'm hoping to be at least able to ride my roller coasters into my late 40s or jump out of a plane until my late 40s. But at this point, I don't think I would ever go jump bungee jumping. I would probably go skydiving again, but I don't know if I would go bungee jumping. I think I'm over that rush. I think the anxiety... I, and I guess that's why they say your cholesterol goes up, your blood pressure goes up, and now I now feel it. <laughs> so this is a very old feeling moment, I guess. And so I, I definitely thought oh, I gotta talk about how how I see the change in my life, and I guess just never thought that day would come. And there's a lot of things in you, as you move forward that you notice that one day it was nothing, and now it becomes more of a challenge. And so that, I'm gonna bring that with that. I'm back in school, of course, um, trying to get an engineering degree. And um, I tend to have little nervous breakdowns here and there. And it's the idea of knowing that I'm tired of going to school. I've been in and out of school, military in there, esthetician in there. But I've been in and out of school, I guess, in college, like 15 years roughly, in and out of college. It's, I'm 30, I'm 33, like I'm tired of... I'm tired, and I'm not even, I haven't even transferred yet, I just found out, like, I, in my youth, I guess, all the bad grades I have gotten have really affected me having a top, a GPA that even lets me enter, because I used to be like, oh, it's finals, or do I get a ticket and, and leave to Europe a week early, fuck college, I'm going to Europe to party for three months, and then, so this seriously was my life. Uh, I was a dumbass, and uh, so I'd go to Europe, and I would go party in a backpack, and a you know I never I didn't care about grades or I wouldn't show up. Man, geology lab, I got a D because I didn't show up for the di- final. That whole semester I had an A in that class, but <laughs> the final was so important, and I didn't show up for it that I got a D. So like, it just makes me realize like so many classes that I messed up because I was too hungover or. I yeah, my party age, I mean, I was definitely out of control. But now it leads to this point where I found out, I, I technically, after the statistics class that I'm taking, I have an associate's. I already have an associate's. I can't graduate with the associate's title until I have a certain amount of credits from a certain, from the university. So it doesn't matter if I have credits here, credits there. 
it has to be from one institution. But anyway, if we, if we sum them all up, I have an associate's. But my GPA is not high enough to get me anywhere. And then, and also I didn't, besides obviously the statistics class, that I've changed to an engineering major. I have trig, pre-calculus, calculus one, calculus two, along with chemistry one and chemistry two to be able to get into an engineering program. You can't take math, several math classes in one semester. It has to be like one after the other. So I'm looking at, if we look at it correctly, I'm, that's why I'm taking statistics right now in the winter semester for a six-week session. So let's say spring, I take a trig, and then uh, then I mean pre-calculus for the summer. I have to take the summer. Uh, then calculus, one semester calculus. I'm looking for two more years. Two more years of just literally four classes. That's it. And then since I need to get benefits, I uh, to get, I have to have a full-time or part-time. Well, I go full-time now. Full-time. So another two years for four classes and a bunch of random classes that I don't need. And some universities, if you have too many classes, won't take you. So <laughs> it's so uh, frustrating. And yeah, I guess I could like maybe take this statistics class and then one semester to boost up my GPA and get into a school like a history major. But because that was my original major, I don't know what was I thinking. I mean, maybe I thought I'd go for a master's, but now I, going for a master's just—it's so much more expensive. Is what is it's another twenty, thirty thousand in there? And I need to start working and making money now, like as soon as I graduate. And uh, so, a liberal arts major is useless. And uh, and it, as I get in my thirties, I realize I want to live somewhere else. I want to be able to live in Spain or. Or Canada, and this is, I sound crazy, but like, I, I mean, I, I lived in New York, I live in California, we're next moving to Texas, because California is not working out for us, it's just too expensive to live here with my family, so my mom's thinking of selling her house, she's going to Miami, my sister and I are going to Texas, because we have family there, and we can buy a rent, or buy a house cheap, um, and when I say, uh, uh, when I say, I, um, people are like, well, do you necessarily have to go with your family? Yes. Because they're the ones that are supporting me to go to school full-time. Like, I live like a college student. I'm broke. Um, if it, luckily, my sister cooks for me. Um, the last server job that I had, first, well, well, we'll go into a discussion of how shitty that it could be. And I, I, I was a great server. I did good as a server, but uh, the other server's very competitive. And when you have somebody who didn't even graduate high school, I'm sorry, I'm going to say it who's older, but she didn't graduate high school, and she barely speak English, and she's trying to tell you how to, that anything that you do, she's better at. It's crazy, this competition, this is how this employee was. And, um, so, and then she was very aggressive with tables, and if she, if she didn't get the tables that she wanted, she wouldn't help you out cleaning, or she'd be aggressive, and she'd throw in directs, and, and, and I, for a while, you know, took it out, but then at some point, like, you just get so frustrated and mad. It's like, shut up, you dumbass, <laughs> what am I Alf, um, illiterate bitch, shut up. But I, I realized it was tasking me and it was getting me upset and I'm never going to be a person that's going to go say that to somebody. I was very close. And uh, she even got me in trouble at work because she and I didn't get along and... So she said, told the other, I said, so-and-so, and I said, so-and-so, and so anything I ever said, she took and twisted and took it out of, out of converse, out of, she took it out of place and, and made it for her narrative to try to make me look bad. And it, it worked. The owner after that was kind of weirder with me, 
and because I was going to school and they weren't really going to work with my schedule because I have to sometimes look at classes according to uh, their availability. I, I'm not a first-time college person. Can be, I can just take philosophy this semester. No, I have to take specific classes. I would get, pun- uh, not punished, but they would cut my hours and then they weren't flexible with me. But if there's other people there, they were flexible. If you had kids and you had a second job, they were willing to be flexible because you had a second job and you had kids. But school's a second job, basically. They weren't, but they don't see that. I guess in the area that I moved to, which is Riverside, California, I, I realized education here is not very valued. You know, a lot of jobs, they want you to be illiterate and just work. <laughs> and um, so just, it was, well, this job specific, it's a, a Mexican restaurant. If you ever go, it's Doña Luisa's uh, Mexican Grill in Norco, California. And the owner is, um, not saying she's terrible, but she's terrible. Like, but I don't think she understands because, again, she, her husband made money through construction and she speaks semi-English, but she doesn't understand, like, how can I say this? They lack any culture or sophistication. And I'm not saying that I'm the most sophisticated person in the world, but it's a sense of ignorance that they never learned because they didn't value education. And that's OK. You don't have you can be a blue collar, but uh, when you don't value some, something, you're not going to understand when you're workers. I have class, you know. And especially my, what's the hardest thing for me is I, I'm in my 30s. So then they look at, they don't take me seriously even more, you know. But the food's good, actually. Shrimp cocktail. Yeah, look, look at that. I'm not an asshole. Fantastic. But the, most, all the other servers were fantastic. But two servers, like the manager and this other one, I'm not going to mention her name. She, I mean, it was, it was, like when I would work without them, I would make like 80, 90 tips. And it was fantastic. It was great. But when they worked, and then they worked full time. And unless they were sick or something happened, I would leave with twenty, thirty dollars in tips, and I would work my ass off, and I, and I'd be there closing, cleaning. So it was just, it just got to the point where I was like, I can't. I'm making myself really upset, and I'm stressing myself out for eighty bucks, and it's not worth it when, it's not worth it when I have to focus on school. But I'm so div- divided, and I have all this turmoil from school. I mean, from work, and then now I have to concentrate in school, and I, it affected me last semester. I did. One class I got a D in, which <laughs> I got to D in psychology because I just felt overwhelmed and tired and exhausted because I was work- I was trying to make it work. And so I got a D in psychology, which is stupid because it was an online class. I should have gotten an A. And that brought down my GPA to, to um, it brought it down to uh, 1.84 instead of a 2.0 because I, I failed the stupid psychology class. And well, you know, so I'm retaking it now. It's, it's winter semester. So instead of doing anything fun... Not like I can do it. I'm broke. I'm back in the winter semester taking statistics and psychology. And right now I'm ahead of my game. I'm trying to keep up. I have This is week one's over, so I have five weeks. I just got to survive five weeks somehow. As long as I turn in all my homework and somehow pass statistics, which I almost started crying. Okay, well, that was the whole situation about talking about education. I didn't realize, um, well, I haven't taken a math class. And I'm, you know, what if I took a, I, I failed trig. I didn't fail. I got a Dean trig because I didn't show up for the final again. It's a usual me. And the teacher even said later on, if I would have emailed him or something, uh, he would have given me a C. But of course, uh, my old self didn't do anything. I was a little shit. So I could have been done with math if I was at any liberal arts, whatever. Ideally, I would have loved being at liberal arts and going to law school, but there's no way I'm, I'm going to, um, there's no way I'm going to be able to afford a law school. 
And with my history of horrible grades, even though I've done good, I don't think a lot of school will take me. And um, I need to work. Out of, as soon as I graduate, I need to be able to work and make a good profit. Like, I can't. Bullshit. I, I'm so tired. I don't But, and I'm really at this point where I have this, try, I'm trying to believe and I'm trying to go by this model. You know, you manifest because I'm trying, you know, for my depressed self and you, if you've heard any of the chats, I, you know, I've been in bad positions. I want to manifest positivity, and the way I do that is I got to think that even though I'm 33, I can still learn. It's just I got to apply myself more, and even if I think I'm not a math person, well, I can be. It's just I have to learn along the way. Somewhere, sorry, I have to close the door. Somewhere along the way, I, I messed up, and I didn't mess up, or I was not properly taught, and I became, I, you know, I'm behind, so... So, of course, I'm putting 100% homework and everything in all my classes. Anyway, so we're learning something in math. And this kid's just calculating away, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I get that, I get that. And I'm sitting there like, what the fuck are we learning? Like, And even everyone's doing it at the work, and it, I'm looking back at my notes, and I'm only in number three, everyone's already done. And she's like, you got to work faster. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I almost started crying. I'm like, I'm working as fast as I can. Like, I'm, I haven't taken a math class in, like, easily 10 years. I, and I should have taken a refresher, but I'm tired. I just want to finish. But so I'm working my ass up. And so luckily, I, so I'm unemployed right now. So luckily, I'm focusing all my time on my studies, you know. And uh, I've tried to find a job here, but it's I've been applying every week. And I'm supposed to get a job on campus, but that takes time. And then unless I pa- if I fail a semester, there's no way they'll let me in. Um, Hopefully, I get the on-school job because I need... To just focus on school. And uh, so most part-time jobs, they don't want to work with a student. They don't want to work with part-times. So they said apply for benefits for, like, uh, food stamps for students. There's a program, supposedly, for that. And, of course, my age, I've been denied, basically. Well, they, they won't say that. But they're trying to have me put my tax returns, which, again, I can show that I'm unemployed. But I don't do taxes last year because I was unemployed last year. Or I was p- making money un- under the table, which I, I don't recommend anybody just... Do your W-2s, do your taxes properly. But I think, now that I look at my studies, it's so much easier to learn when you're younger. But I'm trying to beat that and still continue it doing now. And it's like, I guess it feels like the roller coasters. You know, roller coasters are great, but not so much. So it's just about feeling older and realizing you are older. But how not to feel expired? And that's the question that I'm still focusing on and trying to learn. But, well, if you have anything, you can always message me. And uh, for my two followers, if you're there, cool. Welcome. And um, I'll write something next week about what's new. All right. Well, have a great day.